Welcome back to another episode of the Snug Dan Nerdcast. As always, I'm Kevin, and I've got Danny with me. Hello! And we're ready to get into some nerd stuff. Today, <clears throat> it's looking like we're going to be pretty much 100% video games. So, yeah, video game episode, woo! If you were hoping for anime stuff and uh, whatever other nerd stuff, uh, we'll get to those eventually. Probably not this cast. But yeah, this one, like pretty much all of our topics are video game related. So without further ado, I know that I had you start the last one. You want me to kick this one off? Sure, if you want to. All right. So actually, real quick. Oh, you were you... Were you planning on talking about the Zelda 35th anniversary thing? I mean, I know what's, I know what it, oh my God. <laughs> I know what it was and I know what's in it. Yeah. So we can just both talk about it. If that's going to be your topic, like, we, we can, can talk that about out, yeah. that. That's fine. But before we do, I for, totally forgot and I fucking totally wish I had remembered. Um, if any of you noticed a change on the uh, Spotify page, oh yeah, we forgot to pages, shout last time. One of our listeners gave us a uh, colored art photo of our um, current cover photo for the podcast. Um, his name is Lava Warrior on Discord. Uh, he is one of my Twitch followers and one of the people in my ditch, uh, in my Discord. Um, so thank you, man. I really appreciate that. It's because of you that we have that art now um, temporarily. Uh, while Leif builds our our official logo, mm-hmm. which is probably going to take some time, um, and honestly, I think we look way better with the colored one that's up oh, there yeah. now. Without you, a doubt, it looks a lot better. So thank you, Lava Warrior. Just a huge shout out to you. Forgot to say it in the last one, um, and then I forgot to update the other podcasts with it on some of the other feeds. But um, everything okay, so else yeah, should all be of updated. The, all of the Spotify ones show with that now. So. Um, yeah, big shout out to Lava Warrior for, uh, for doing that for us. Uh, we really appreciate that you're, you know, that you're enjoying the podcast and that you wanted to do that. So that was, that was really awesome when, when Danny sent that to me that you had sent that over. Um, and then I saw that it was like in Danny's discord. So I was kind of, I saw it too. So that was, that was really cool. Um, really appreciate the, uh, the love and the support. Yeah, so so yeah, huge shout out to you, man. Uh, might put your, I mean, if if you want a, any kind of a shout out, we might put your Discord name in the uh, description of this episode. If not, that's totally fine. Um, but just really appreciate you and you listening, and anyone else that enjoys the podcast. So, um, yeah. So without further ado, go for um, <clears throat> Get into that. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll start off with that thirty uh, fifth anniversary Zelda ordeal. Um, which it'll kind of be a quick one. It's going to be really quick. Yeah, basically it's <laughs> it just wasn't a lot. um let me go to the right article. Pretty no. disappointing actually. Where was it? Was it this one? No, it wasn't that one. It was Oh my goodness. That's not it either. Wow, where the heck is it? <laughs> uh technical glitch. Kev has lost the article that was on it. There it is. Found it. I found it. I found it. It's okay. okay. I found it. We're good. We're like, good I here. I can cut this out. Um, no, you won't have to cut it out. We're good. Uh, so basically, they I actually watched. They have like a video about it. And so basically, they have like a Game & Watch style like handheld system that they're releasing. 
um, that has four games on it. Uh, three of them are... So it's got Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening uh, that were all Game Boy games. And then they also have... Um, of an adaptation of Vermin, which is the Game & Watch, one of the original Game & Watch games, uh, but you play as Link instead of as Game & Watch. I thought the thing itself was kind of cool, and I was kind of down for it, and then I saw the price tag, and I was like, y'all are throwing us a four-game, like, look at the price old tag. school Game Boy Advance for 50 bucks. <gasps> it's $50? Yeah. I didn't even see that. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's a it's collector's like that. item. That's why. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm like, it has to be because it's a collector. <laughs> like, they're expecting it to end up being resale. Like, they're probably oh, going to short make awful. it and then expect people to resale. Because otherwise, like, there's on no you, reason Shame for $50 price tag on that. Hey, like, Numa, normally I love you. What happened, man? What happened? <laughs> Yeah, no, I actually yeah. have a couple of notes on that as well. Um, pretty disappointing for Zelda fans, actually. Yeah, of all the things to reboot, like we're just gonna reboot these, <laughs> like the like the oh, what's that, the OG three, like the first three that they released. Yeah, Zelda one, Zelda two, and then Link's Awakening. Yeah, and then, yeah, the game and, and then watch yeah, game. and then just adjust. And they called game it and watch four game. games. Yeah, it, that's not four games, guys. Okay, first of all, I mean it is four games, but it's like. It's like three games in a minigame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so one re- so a bunch of people were actually really disappointed about that, including me. And that's because um, most of the time when they have like a direct like that for like, I think one of the big ones was Zelda's 25th anniversary or uh, mm-hmm. 30th. Um, normally they remaster a game or they release a collection. Uh, yeah. Like one year we got Twilight Princess HD, then we got Wind Waker HD. Is that um, when they released the special, like, uh, one of the anniversaries, is that when they released the uh, special edition 2DS that came with Ocarina of Time on it? Oh, I'm sure. Because I, so, I, I got that. that. I bought that. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I, I still have it. It's like, it's like uh, green and brown 2DS, and oh. it came with, uh, with uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time uh, already installed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that one specifically. I would guess so. My guess yeah. would be that, but um, I think I want to say it came out around the time that they're planning on releasing this. They've got pre-orders up for it right now on Amazon, Best Buy, and GameStop for the Game & Watch system already. Yeah. Oh my god! So November twelfth is when it's supposed to release. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anything is okay, right? Like any kind of celebratory yeah. thirty, but thirty-five is kind of a cool number. Yeah, and everyone was really expecting an HD collection because just recently we got the Mario 3D All Stars collection that came out yeah. for Mario's anniversary, mm-hmm. and that had Mario Sunshine, Mario 64, and Mario Galaxy on it. Yeah. Right, so three big games, like big games, really well. Like one of them is one of the best N64 games of all time. Um, just re re released onto the Switch. So everybody was really expecting a very similar collection like Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, or Twilight Princess, um, Skyward Sword, like those all in like a collection or of some sorts, maybe like pick Mm -hmm. and choose your three. Um, And when I was reading up on it, so those were all leaks that people had suggested. And there's one guy on Twitter in particular, and I forget what his name is, but he's been a very reliable leaker, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to Nintendo Direct stuff. And he basically guaranteed 100% that the 35th anniversary um, 
reveal was going to be a Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Skyward Sword HD remake Big announcement. He said that 100%. Then he corrected his statement, he, and he said, I shouldn't say 100% accuracy. You guys will have to wait a bit, a tad bit longer. So people were kind of speculating that Nintendo might be holding off on the HD remaster because they want to focus the marketing on Skyward Sword. So they announced Skyward Sword as an HD remaster. Mm -hmm. And that's a game that didn't really sell well because the motion controls were just poor. Gotcha. Um, really not well made. And a lot of the a lot of the fans just really didn't like it. So it didn't sell well. So the theory is that Nintendo is trying to not cloud Skyward Swords remaster with a re-release of past games because they'll know that the past games will outsell Skyward Swords remaster. Okay, that's I mean, I guess that's a fair point. It is, but also like fuck Skyward Sword. <laughs> Honestly, you know what they should have done with this for the 35th anniversary, something like this? They should sell it for $35 because 35th anniversary. Oh my god, like, yeah. Exactly. That would have been, been so clever. much better. Like people probably wouldn't have been as much like really that's what you this is what you guys dropped. And I mean, there were there were a couple of other announcements they had. I watched their direct. They actually had a a few other things um we'll touch on those later okay um but they also had a uh, hyrule warriors dlc announced um sure i guess yeah. i was never really into the hyrule warriors thing i've never played it they announced uh breath of the wild 2 we'll talk about that later also <laughs> yeah i've got one tweet um, in mind every time i hear about breath of the wild 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's from jacksepticeye <laughs> oh shit hell yeah <laughs> Jack's my man. Oh, I guess I should say Sean. Well, depending on your opinion of uh, Breath of the Wild two, that you're you're uh, you might shake your head or agree. What was the depending. Tweet? Uh, he he goes more like Breath of the Mild. <gasps> <laughs> really, he didn't that like was it. his tweet was more like Breath of the Mild recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was literally like. A day or two ago. Whoa, breaking. Uh, I wonder if it's because they didn't show a lot. Because they really did. Maybe. A lot of the games, believe it or not, and that's going to be... Well, I'll talk about it later, but uh, there was, they didn't really show much. It's funny. There was like... It was like 50-50. I read through like the comments on his tweet, and like half the people were in agreement with him and were like making further jokes about that. Yeah. And the other half were like, I don't care what you say. I love Legend of Zelda. It doesn't matter. I will always buy the new game. And I'm like, okay. I think Nintendo <laughs> has like some of the most hardcore fans that oh, are like that. Oh, without a doubt. They've got like, cold followings. No, guys, just buy it. It's going to be good. Yeah. Like, Nintendo's not a bad company. And it's like, man, got, they're a company, dude. They yeah. just want your money. They've got cult followings. Honestly, for sure. like, for sure, with three that they release on a regular basis, and that's Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Mario and Zelda. Yeah. They release those. They've got cult followings where it doesn't matter if it's it a terrible matter game. What it is. There's matter still a large group of people that are just going to buy it because it's yeah. Nintendo and one of the, like it's one XYZ. of those. Yeah. Yeah. So which is fine. I mean, you you could cult follow all you want, not a problem. And then of course Spend they also released the uh they also announced the Skyward Sword HD remake, which yeah. I can care any less for. Um <laughs> why they didn't do that on the Wii on like the on the switch to begin with i'll never know um but they really didn't have much for zelda's 35th which is really shocking and kind of sad um because zelda is one of their it, it when when you think of nintendo you think mario and then you think zelda 
Um, it's just one of the big three, like yeah. you were talking about. And it's really sad that they just didn't give it the love that it deserved. And I honestly, I was watching the direct and I looked at AG's face when he was talking. He just looked sad. <laughs> he looked upset. Like he wished he could give us more, but it, I think that they were just holding out because they want to have something to release later on in case Skyward Sword flops. So I know people would be super, super upset about it, but with how badly people want an HD remake collection of like uh Link to or not Link to the Past, uh Ocarina of Time, uh Majora's Mask, uh Twilight Princess, that kind of deal, like yeah. the over the hill anniversary. Over the hill. Uh, usually uh people have like they label the birthday the over the hill birthday as the fiftieth birthday. Oh god. It'd no, be a long ass no, time no, no, before no. they did it. That but long, boy. Dude, like if that was why they didn't do it oh, yet, by then, and the they fans would have it done. There's already a fan. There's actually a fan that's made a recreation of Ocarina of Time uh, in Unreal Engine 4. Oh. Um, he's remade, I believe he's remade Kakariko Village, he's remade Temple of Time, and he's remade Kokiri Forest. Um, it fucking looks fantastic. If you haven't seen it, and Damn. if nobody listening has seen it, fucking look it up. Yeah, I'll have to gorgeous. check it out, because I have It's really cool and well-made. Link's model moves kind of weird. The animations are kind of rigid, but yeah. other than that, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, really disappointed in the in the 35th for, for Zelda. That's like one of their biggest power hitters, and there's just nothing. Yeah. So this actually... Um, like we, we've said a couple of times, I think we've kind of fallen off from making sure that we tell people this on a regular basis, but um, we do absolutely want any kind of feedback from our listeners at any point. Um, we love to have them sent to us. Uh, talking about the 35th anniversary Zelda ordeal was actually a suggestion from uh, our friend Christian, yeah. um, who listens. Yeah, he actually go, messaged both of us and was like, hey, you guys should talk about it, so... Um, I made sure I did some research on it, uh, before going. I wish there was so I, more to talk about. Yeah. I really do. I do too. Yeah. I was really sad. I really wish that they had just done something more. And I think that that's a sentiment that everybody that's a Zelda fan shares right now. It's a dark day to be a Zelda fan for sure. A little bit. Yep. But you know what? It's not a dark day to be Kevin. Mm. It's not a dark day to be gamer because no, it's not the biggest convention, uh, in arguably anybody would argue is the biggest convention in video game history. E3 came back this year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that just happened. Yep. Um, and this this that's mine. So I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. That's where most E3. of my stuff came from yeah. too is E3. So we'll probably overlap some things. So <laughs> this is a good this chance, will probably yeah. be the remainder of the cast. <laughs> Honestly. Most we'll talk likely. more about Nintendo too. It's not gonna be oh, yeah. just this. We'll, yeah, stuff. we'll bounce around. Yeah. Um so, so yeah, we'll, I'm just gonna go in order of what I saw. Okay. And we'll we'll just talk about them. All so right. the very first announcement that I think was kind of big, um, or at least that that I think most people kind of took note of, um, was just a really small one kind of off to the side. Uh and that was a new character for Smash, mm-hmm. um, Smash Ultimate. And they're releasing Kazuya from Tekken. Which is an okay. interesting move. That it's not a Fire Emblem character this time, yeah, <laughs> or an anime character, or a Street Fighter character, yeah, Tekken, which is kind of like Street Fighter. Um, he plays, and he honestly looks even a little similar to Ryu from Street Fighter. His moves look a little rigid, 
Uh, his character model looks good. But again, what the one trend that happened through E3 this year, for whatever reason, um, they didn't show a lot of anything. Like anything that was announced, the gameplay trailers and the the sneak peeks were literally like 30 seconds, 45 seconds long. Yeah, I was it noticing was that weird. on a couple of things I was looking at too. It's like it's either not showing any gameplay and just showing like a trailer of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Or it was like little tiny bit of gameplay, not enough to really gauge what it's going to be like. My, my guess is a lot of companies chose not to invest in E3 because the pandemic is still kind of going on. And so I don't think they expected a lot of people to tune in. Um, Which I saw probably at least a couple dozen streamers that were streaming live portions of e3 on their twitch channels and um i saw tons of people tweeting about the e3 stuff on twitter out of the like gamers that i follow like it's tragic because everybody was so excited for it yeah but people were super hyped and like all these companies i would assume were just afraid that they weren't gonna get anything from it so they were like "Eh." plan and then they saw this massive crowd and they're like ah like oh shit we have to do something yeah, so it didn't say work out like I don't think they thought it would. I didn't know this, but last year, e- uh, 2020, E3 was canceled. I knew it was canceled, yeah. but what I didn't know is that it was canceled for the first time since 1995. Damn. Yeah, so almost 30 years. Yeah, that's a long-ass time. To cancel. So you'd think that you'd think that coming back from their first cancellation in almost 20-something years would have yeah. made them... Yeah, I don't know. Go a little, put in a little more effort, but I, yeah, you'd weird. think yeah, the companies would have been like, we canceled for the first time in almost thirty years. People are going to be so hyped that it's back. Like, absolutely, we need to put our best foot forward. But I guess it is what it is, though. You know. Yep. Oh yeah, one one cool thing about Kazuya in the uh-huh. trailer is he just drops the the other the other Smash characters off of a cliff into an abyss. <laughs> <laughs> that was his trailer. It was like a little bit of gameplay, and then he's just holding them and he drops them into an abyss. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> so they were kind of they were on point with that. Um, so yeah, that was that was one little tip of the iceberg for E3. Um, Another thing was uh, Square Enix is releasing another Marvel game. I don't know if you saw it, but you, of all people, should be excited. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Yeah, they're releasing a Guardians of the Galaxy. And get this, it's a single-player game. I do like me some Guardians. Yep. Yep, it's going to be a single-player story-driven game. Uh, No word yet on uh, if you can play as the other Guardians. Mm -hmm. Um, The gameplay looks... It looks kind of like the Avengers gameplay a little bit. Um, I only saw a little bit of like Star Lord, um, mm-hmm. and he's got like this weird punching animation with his gun that you can just <laughs> hit people with. It, it's a little weird. I think they have a little bit of work to do on it. Yeah. Um, and most of these games are going to be coming out either winter 2021 or uh, like spring 2022. So it's going to be wild. So, question: Did it look like they were following more like? the standard comic look of star lord or yeah. more the like mcu yeah no chris pratt yeah okay. it, it looks he looked weird i love chris to be pratt, honest with you I, I would have rather they just stand in chris <laughs> pratt you know but it's the, I, but the regular star lord definitely is the one that they're going with okay. there and the gamora i mean yeah the, Which, the course, comic Star Lord is he looks that's great that's what they did so. with, the, with the avengers game too i think they went with like the comic thor with like the helmet, I think. Oh yeah. Instead of, uh, you know, dreadlocks. Yeah, they tend to do that a lot more. Long hair, Thor. <laughs> yeah. 
um so yeah so guardians of the galaxy that's a good one again trailer was really short nothing really a whole lot these are going to go kind of quick early on but i have a lot more that we have a ton of info on and i'm sure you yeah. do too i have i have one that i'm like super excited for that i'll, I'll get to after you finish your list okay we'll, uh, well see if you mention yeah. it or not sure um stranger of paradise was another one that was announced it is a it's kind of like a Final Fantasy. It's a Final Fantasy game, but it's um more Souls like, kind of Dark Soulsy, Demon Souls. Yeah, so that's uh that's actually one. Um, I said I said this last episode that I was like I was like it's gonna become a recurring trend. Literally every time we talk about some like some topic on the podcast, there's gonna be some point something that reminds me and points me back to Kazaya on Twitch. <laughs> So for those of you that haven't heard me plug him a thousand times in every episode, uh, that's Kazaya TV on Twitch at Kazaya TV. Um, Man should sponsor us already. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I'd just be happy to see him gaining the viewership. Like he's oh, been yeah. averaging probably 50 viewers a stream and he streams, you know, six times a week. <laughs> that's so, hard. That's so hard to do, man. Yeah. So, and he's, I love watching him. Like he's super friendly. He's a really cool guy. Um, but anyway, that that's one of the games that he he's got a discord channel that he's got like uh, upcoming games that he'll kind of like put oh. stuff out that he's interested in getting to play for the stream. And he'll that's send out like the trailer for it so that everyone can be like, ooh, and get hyped for it before he plays it. Yeah. And that was one of the games that he was super excited. It about. It looks all right. I'm I'm worried about because the gameplay looks a little hack and slashy. And a lot of times when uh, companies release like hack and slashy RPG type games, mm -hmm. they get too like they, they're too simple, like the same three combo hit out over and over, you know, or. Yeah. Um, it, they just for me, there's not enough variety. I kind of fell into that trap with like. uh some of the Nino Kuni games and um, like Genshin Impact is kind of like that for me. So I'm not really a huge fan of the hack and slash, but I'm kind of excited for this one because it's Final Fantasy and Square usually tries to do something to mix up their games and mix up the formula a little bit. So the next one I have uh, is I think you actually might have mentioned it last time, Matad, um, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, so yeah. they ended up renaming it because it was Rainbow Six Quarantine, Quarantine. Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so now it's Rainbow Six Extraction. I've actually got quite a bit on that just because I really like the Tom Clancy games. Yeah, go for it, because I because all I saw really was uh, it, it's kind of it's basically the same thing as Siege, but now there's monsters. So yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure Again, if it still plans on having like the online multiplayer. I would assume it still does, but it looks like it's gonna have a story mode where yeah. you're essentially having to rescue the other operators from whatever this infectious thing is. It does is, look pretty cool. Which yeah, I was super excited about <laughs> that because that looked hype. badass. But one thing that I thought was really cool is they're actually planning on releasing uh crossplay with that one. Oh, thank God. So About time it won't be till 2022 for Xbox and PlayStation. However, uh, as of June 30th, so end of the month, um, oh. have you heard of, uh, have you heard of Stadia or Amazon Luna? Yeah. Google Stadia. Yeah. So they're going to make PC cross play with Google Stadia and Amazon Luna. 
which I mean, from what I read looking, cause I started looking into, uh, Amazon Luna and Google Stadia, specifically Google Stadia. Yeah. Um, because it's just, you stream online games. You don't actually download them. Like, yeah, it was a whole thing. It was bad. Yeah. It yeah, there were a lot of There's people that like to be done. <laughs> there were a lot of questions that were like, are these going to be the future of gaming? Are they going to like get rid of consoles? That's are they going to get they rid of da, da, da? And like every article I found was like, not likely. Man, it was not really likely. Sad. Yeah, because uh, and you know what's funny about Stadia is they pushed a lot of YouTubers to sponsor them, mm-hmm. and the videos are like Jacksepticeye did one, and oh, yeah. um, it, it's just so obvious, man. Like in the video, it's so funny because he has to say good things about it because yeah. it's sponsored by Google. But in the video, he's playing and he's like, there's like hardly any lag. <laughs> so like there's lag no matter what. And it's yeah. like well, it's supposed to be no lag, ideally. Yeah. It, honestly, it's um, a big fact. When I started looking into a lot of it, like a big factor is more so on the your internet connection than it is yeah. on anything else. Just because you're you're streaming all of the data of the game at the same time. Yep. Which means that you need some insanely good bandwidth and um, download speeds to be able to actually play effectively and game consistently for hours. Yeah. So, and so why which there... that makes it kind of hard. Um, I also saw an article that looked like Google's dev team was kind of abandoning support on yeah. their Google Stadium. If I remember correctly, they actually sold the stadium team or, or uh, the hmm. stadium stadia team, or they dissolved it or they did something to it. I, I believe they just disbanded it. Did like, they? Okay. They did something to so, it that was kind of a big deal. It's still up and still active. Like, it's only $10 a month, and I honestly was almost tempted to see how it would do on my phone. <laughs> just because, like, so it actually, I started looking at compatibility and stuff, and, like, I would be able to, with that application, connect my PlayStation controller to my phone and play. Yeah. And it would be compatible to do that. And so I was almost depending on what games were there. Cause like you could do it. They do like a, a week free trial and then you don't $10 buy the a month afterwards. Either, right? uh, you, you can purchase games, but they also have, since you pay for the membership, they have yeah. free games that as Every long as IC. you like similar to how PlayStation does it, where it's like, as long yeah. as you have PlayStation plus, you still own these games. But or as Xbox soon as you game don't games. have paid uh, PlayStation plus, then you no longer get the game. So like basically because you paid for the subscription, you get, these free games each month and then you just add them to your library and you can play them whenever. And so depending on what games were available right off the bat, I was almost kind of tempted, especially because I mean, I suppose there's a possibility that, um, you know, if rainbow six siege is one of those free ones, um, that I could possibly play rainbow six on my phone. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> their, their decision to make it cross play on stadia was weird. Yeah. It makes me wonder if they had a deal with Stadia before they disbanded or something. Well, like, so it looks like so they're releasing that crossplay for Rainbow Six Siege and not for uh, Rainbow Six. Oh, that's um, for Siege. Yeah. Oh, well, that's even weirder. That's even weirder because why not just release? But then it for... they're gonna like from there they're gonna continue with crossplay is what it sounds like. So oh, okay, basically well, you'll be able to crossplay on the new games when they come out, but right now for siege is what they're working on which will probably be their way of testing out any of the bugs with crossplay issues which weird i mean decision to go with stadia though that's just weird yeah. i think i just steam would have just been a smarter i don't know i don't know that what was, the background is on yeah that, but well that's odd. But so i mean at least it's there it's between pc stadia and um amazon luna so like amazon luna and stadia are basically the same thing it's just one's google one's amazon 
Yeah. Um, and both of them are basically not even really being used, most likely. Like, I don't think there's very no, many people like that are anyone. using them. That's why I think it's weird for them yeah. to do that. Which is a part of the reason why I didn't immediately jump on the free trial and then possibly, <laughs> like, continue with the, the Stadia in the lobby account. Because forever. I was like, yeah, I was like, ah, there's a good chance. By the time your controller gonna... lag catches up, you might uh, find a lobby. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um. So, but, but yeah, that was there. At least the crossplay's there. Yeah. The so they they are working on crossplay for Siege, and then they will be doing crossplay for their future games, from what I can tell. Um. So, by and not a lot of info on Extraction itself, right? Uh, just no, there really wasn't. Yeah, it was yeah. mostly just that trailer. Which like, looked I, cool. It looked cool. I don't know about how it's gonna play or or what the mechanics will be, but it looked cool. Yeah. That's kind of was, the, the theme this year yeah, for E3. Tom Clancy's <laughs> cool. Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, let's see here. So I've got a, a news.ubisoft.com. Um, as of June 12th, there, yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction, formerly known as Rainbow Six Quarantine, made its gameplay debut during Ubisoft Forward, giving a taste of what to expect when the game launches on September 16th. With development being led by Ubisoft Montreal, Rainbow Six Extraction is a PVE co-op experience. Yeah, so oh, it's, yeah, yeah, they're not talking like online versus is what it's looking like. It's looking like they're like planning on doing this friends. one. Which, isn't that oh, yeah. how The Division was, too? I never played The Division. I heard okay. it was really good, though, and nobody I I, played it. I think I played it, like, once with River. Nobody liked it. And it was... Uh, the mechanics were a little... Janky. It it didn't seem quite up to, like, uh, up to date with... Um, Current titles. Uh, with, like, current graphics and, and animations. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> it seemed like... It seemed like a PlayStation 2 game. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I heard it was yeah. fun. I, I enjoyed playing it with River. That's what everybody I, says. <laughs> I don't think I would have enjoyed playing it by myself. But honestly, like a lot of shooter games nowadays, I don't really enjoy playing by myself. Me I only neither. I only enjoy playing with other people. Like there's only a handful of them that I can play. Like I can play Fallout by myself for hours. That was literally like that's what I got distracted by when I was waiting to go to get food with you before the podcast. It's gonna be good news for you then. I straight up I pulled up Fallout Four and just Hell yeah. started going. <laughs> and I was, yeah, I was just playing Fallout Four, and that is a game. That is a game series you can just dump time into. Yeah, know? and that's I mean Fallout with Fallout Four, kind of like that. That one with Fallout Four, like they had four. Let's see, Brotherhood. Fallout Four was uh, huge. There were four different ending options maybe five like i guess you could have just killed everybody but like for sure you had with the minutemen with the brotherhood of steel with the railroad or with the institute so like you can side with any one of those four factions and those are different story endings different final battles yeah based on those things and so i've only ever done brotherhood of steel because they will forever hold a lovely place in my heart i just love the brotherhood of steel i honestly i don't even fully know why like legitimately i happen to run into the brotherhood of steel the first so like i i actually haven't played fallout one or two i need to so badly i literally have played three new vegas four and 76 and 76 was did you play it was okay did you play or watch uh the outer worlds no okay um but uh yeah i like on new vegas i've put in so much like i've literally had every different possible outcome in new vegas like i have put so much time into new vegas it's not even funny um i didn't didn't like new vegas as much as i liked three 
I liked the story of three better. I liked three because you could go to the aliens. But I liked the Mikhail. Well, that was a DLC. Was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I liked the. Uh, I liked the story of Fallout Three better than New Vegas, but I liked a lot of the like guns and mechanics of New Vegas better. Um, and then uh, Fallout Four was just. In compar- like granted it still wasn't like the best graphics you've ever seen but in comparison to the previous fallout games it was, it was beautiful huge. yeah <laughs> yeah and it was huge too when it, re- when so, it released everybody's yeah. hype about that game i i really liked the way that they adjusted the way you could customize your character i liked that the robot would actually say your name yeah and, like they actually programmed the robot to say most names yeah it was that was cool i was new they and like, yeah most if, games it, didn't if do it that. couldn't understand like if it couldn't pronounce it then it would just call you sir or ma'am because yeah. <laughs> that was the first time that i ever played it i, I named myself snug because that's that's oh, yeah, like yeah. my name on everything i put that shit on everything <laughs> um but uh yeah i freaking um i put that down and yeah he just he called me sir the entire time oh and then uh, I think there was another one that I named myself Wasteland Jesus. That one was that one was beautiful. Did he um, say that? He no, wouldn't say it. He didn't okay. say Wasteland yeah. Jesus. That would have been funny though. He still called me sir. I also had when I played seventy six, like I purposely made my character look very similar to like the stereotypical Jesus look. <laughs> and I legitimately planned on just getting super high level and amassing insane amounts of like water and food. And just going up to low-level players and being like, listen to my sermon, children, and giving them, like, That's water hilarious. and food. <laughs> so you really, really like the, and the then, like, Jesus. just being like, John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he sent me his one and only son. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just being Wasteland Jesus. <laughs> and then you got struck by lightning. <laughs> uh, then I wasn't able to, like... I couldn't devote the time to keep level grinding by myself. I had to be playing with other people. And the only other person that I played with was River. And so, like, he was literally the only... So whenever he didn't play, like, I didn't play, and that was it. <laughs> so. um, But, yeah. Go ahead and uh, continue on your list there. Spin off of uh, Borderlands. Um Borderlands. Borderlands, sorry. Not, Borderlands. I, that's that's what I just read it, so that's what screwed me up. Gotcha. Um, no, this is exciting because it's a Borderlands spinoff that was announced. Haven't heard anything about Borderlands since 3 came out, and that was already, like, I think two years ago. Um, yeah. It's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Ooh. and it's a Borderlands spinoff. I love Tiny Tina. Yeah. So down. So it's actually... So the the cool part about this and what I think is unique and what I think um, 2K really needed to do and Gearbox needed to do um, was to change the formula a bit of, of Borderlands. And so instead of being cyberpunky, steampunky themed, right, mm-hmm. uh, they are doing a Wizards and Magic uh, like medieval style type of game where you like fight dragons, you cast magic. Um, that's also kind of been the theme this year for most of the games. It's either like super high tech space and um, future futuristic gear, yeah, or it is uh, classic wizards and knights. Um, that's that's been the uh, common theme. 
So I'm pretty excited for that. Again, not a lot of gameplay. There was a really cool trailer of a dude fighting a dragon in Tiny Tina's. Um, it looks really cool. So and it has did that you, cel-shaded art style of Borderlands. It looks really nice. Did you ever play the uh, the D&D DLC in uh, Borderlands 2? No. That Tiny Tina like DMs a game for you essentially. Oh, what? I didn't know that yeah. was a thing. No, I never played so, two. Well, at least have, I didn't play through it. Do you do you not have the handsome collection? No. Oh, it was a free or, game. I think I, like, do, I think I do. I just never played them. It was a free PSN game like a yeah, few I, I want to say like six months ago. You yeah. should definitely download it. I will absolutely play with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Straight up, like there is a DLC. Like we'll have to kind of level up to a certain point. I think like the lowest level you can be and actually do it is like seventeen. Does it include that? Yes. It oh, includes all the that's DLC. So sick. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so like it's, yeah, Tiny Tina does a whole like DM series. It's called Bunkers and Badasses in their like deal, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, And yeah, it's, it's a really fun DLC. So they're making a, they're making an entire game off of that. So that's what that's going to be. Awesome. I am absolutely a whole ass game, bro. Straight up, I'm buying that. It's (laughs) not like not even a thought. Definitely watch the trailer. (laughs) It looked really good, I think. Yeah. Um, Another announcement eh, was Avatar, like the movie Avatar, the blue Avatar. Oh, like blue the, people. Like blue people. Okay. They're making a game. Okay. Not a lot again on it. There's just some cinematics and, you know, like kind of what you would expect the game to look like. I mean, the, if, the, movie, the movie did phenomenally. I love the movie. I do too. So the first one, I don't know about. I'd heard they're making more. Um, I haven't seen one come up yet. Me neither. I'm pretty sure. Like, I've heard that there's a two in the works, but I've heard there's a two in the works for like for years now time. and yeah. have not seen anything. So, yeah, I think that might be why they're uh, releasing the game. Um, so, yeah, they're making an Avatar game. I was like, eh, I didn't see any gameplay, just the trailer, and it looked all right. The, it was typical, like, fancy graphics, you know. Mm. They, they made the movie look really good, so um they're releasing a resident evil competitive online mode um competitive online resident evil yeah it looks really weird um not really too sure the only clip we saw was kind of uh of a player walking around and interacting with other players and I saw them aim a gun at another player, and that was about it. There wasn't really too much on it. Like I say, if it's interacting with other players, that almost sounds like they're going to do something similar to how like Fallout 76 was, where it was like, you can engage in battle Ooh. with other players, but... I don't know. I don't know honestly, how that would go I, over. I feel like... I honestly feel like taking the route more in the direction of like Dark Souls, where you can invade other players' worlds kind of thing, <laughs> is a much better way to do PvP in games like that where you normally play a story than it figuring is that to out like... would be hard, though. Figuring um, out how to do that would be difficult yeah, in the rest possibly. of the universe. I don't know. Um, but we do know that along with that is coming uh, Resident Evil 8, the Village DLC, for anybody that played that um that's gonna get continued because the game i did hear as good as the game was it's incredibly short um which isn't always a bad thing it's fine to have an eight ten hour game that's fine yeah um but it's cool that it's getting some more attention and love with dlc um the outer worlds 2 was announced not i don't think they announced a release date or anything but the outer worlds 2 was just announced um i heard that was basically like a fallout game Um, the outer worlds uh i it was like really big like it was a big announcement when the first game came out Mm -hmm. and then i didn't hear anything about it nobody played it 
Yeah, that I've I, never, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, about and you're the huge Outer on Fallout games. Yeah, unless I'm totally Fallout. mistaken, I could be 100 percent mistaken here, but that's just what I heard. Um, so some people might be excited about the Outer Worlds too. Uh, one game one of our friends is really excited about. A few of our friends are excited about is Battlefield 2042. A uh, new Battlefield game coming out. There's gonna be grappling hooks. There's wingsuit gameplay. Um, and the trick is with this one is that it's there's no battle royale. There's no campaign. There's no story. It is strictly a multiplayer game. Can I uh, confess something to you? You can confess anything to me, my child. I have never in my life played a single minute of any Battlefield <laughs> game ever. We share that sin. <laughs> me neither. I what? just missed the boat. I legitimately like uh well what was it i want to say it was battlefield 4 like ryan and ben have it and ben sometimes that kid uh you love him more every day (laughs) um he would invite me to come play battlefield every time he saw me come online and he was playing battlefield but i have never owned battlefield a single battlefield game uh he's one of those friends online that like as soon as you hop online they just invite you to a game and whether you have it or not they invite you he'd either send me an invite or he'd text me and be like hey you want to play battlefield i'm like i don't own this i've told you a thousand (laughs) times i don't have battlefield 4 yeah oh i thought you bought it People no. are really excited for that one. People are really <laughs> excited for Battlefield 2042. Um, again, have, futuristic FPS. The main reason why I have not gotten on Battlefield is on any Battlefield is because usually when I start to go, you know what, I might be interested in playing that. I get told by somebody who has played that the Battlefield um, community is like xbox 360 live versions of toxic like levels of toxic and if you're trash as well that's all you're gonna hear and if you jump in late then you're gonna be trash so like essentially (laughs) if you want to like if you don't want to deal with it you have to either mute everyone and not listen to anything and ignore everyone and just do your own thing or you have to start when everybody else starts when the game first comes out and that's bullshit that's well, why I've dedicated thing, zero time to Battlefield, because fuck their community if they're going to be like that. One thing I, I always notice with the Battlefield games is it seems like the fan base just kind of dies down really quick. Like, people jump on it really fast, and then everyone just stops playing it. I and don't know why that is. And then it's only the toxic players? Yeah, probably. That's probably <laughs> yeah. where it comes from. That's Yeah, it's got to be it. Like, everybody else is like, nah, screw this. Yeah, that's probably where that comes from. Yeah. So, so that that community of toxic battlefield people basically all i have to say is go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> if you're if games. you're that person and you know me personally i love you but go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> um swinging back to nintendo they yeah. i know our friend nick will be excited about this i'm actually kind of excited about this i might pick it up is um, it what i'm looking f- at right now i don't know probably not um or maybe they announced a new metroid game Um, it's it's not what i'm looking at right now i didn't think it was (laughs) i was like i don't know if you would have looked into metroid um it's called metroid dread and it's uh basically the same thing as samus returns which uh, if you've never played a metroid game they're famous for having this sort of map layout that's 2d that 
you go down branching paths and those paths go all around the map and then reconnect at certain key points to bring you to a boss. And so Metroid really kind of changed everything uh, when they released like Super Metroid mm-hmm. um, for the Super Nintendo. Uh, the maps and the way that the that the game just connected everything for you and like the exploration, because that's what the game was all about, was running through these tunnels finding secrets like blowing holes in walls and just doing everything you can to explore everything to just get get through the game mm-hmm. um and finding secrets along the way that's what metroid's always been about and so now we've got a new one and the graphics look sick i mean i've never th- i don't think i've ever seen a 2d game so well adapted into a 3d environment like this um because it's like pseudo 3d where it's like the model and stuff is 3d but it's on a 2d plane Gotcha. So you're still left and right, mm. um, but it looks fantastic. It looks great. So Metroid players are definitely, um, they're definitely really excited about that. Uh, I'm definitely excited about it. Let's see. Um, next one. This one's actually pretty cool. I didn't know this. Apparently, a lot of people knew this for a while, but I didn't. New Halo game coming out. Oh. Um, it's called Halo Infinite. Um, so it's going to be more of the same, you know, <laughs> you know, more master chief stuff, of course, but the more exciting part to me, and I didn't know this was that, um, they're releasing a free, free to play halo multiplayer. Oh yeah. So okay. once you get your PC up and running, I could play halo. With you could play halo for without free. having to buy it. Yeah. Which it's I mean, be awesome. honestly, like if I bought halo, I'd probably buy older halo games just because oh, that too, like yeah. you know, the nostalgia. I like those. Yeah. So, and uh, I watched some of the gameplay for the multiplayer mode and it looked really good. Okay. It looked really fun. So that's going to be exciting. Um, might be a Warzone killer. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not really into the battle royales. So if no, that's I don't think it's going to be a battle gonna royale be, though. Okay. I think it's just going to be strictly PVP gotcha. uh, matches. Um, let's see here. Yeah, that'd be down for. Yeah. And then swinging back to Nintendo again, we've got... Um, so this is where I'm talking about the Breath of the Wild 2 gameplay. Okay. This is a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I loved the first Breath of the Wild. Have you ever played it? Still haven't. I need, like, okay, I'm going to bring my Switch over one day. I'm just going to let you play. Maverick cause... has it and has said on several occasions, like, I could sit down and use the Switch whenever. Like, use Dude, the Switch I will come over whenever. one day. Like, I'll I just, just sit there for, like, five do. hours and watch you play. Because it's it's super fun and it's really awesome to watch how people learn the game and like how it's totally open and you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. Can, um, I, can I also confess something else to you? Yeah. I have only ever finished one Zelda game in my life. I have played a good handful a <laughs> of them, but I have only ever actually finished one in my life. Which one was that? Eh, take a guess. Was it Majora's Mask? No. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I don't remember you finishing that. No, I only got, I think I got like halfway through it. It was Game um, Boy 1, wasn't it? It was, actually, no. I played it on the N64, the Project N64 uh, that oh. DJ got for us. It was Ocarina of Time. Oh, you did that finish Ocarina of Time. That is the only one that I finished. What? Yep. Damn, good for you. That's a good one to finish. That's I the have, best one, in my opinion. I have Link to the Past on my GBA, my Game Boy Advance. I have played, I played Majora's Mask on the Project 64 uh, emulator too. I just only got like halfway through it and then my computer took a shit and I had to 
re-download all kinds of shit and I didn't end up re-downloading the N64 emulator so whoopsie whoops <laughs> and uh, I've played Twilight Princess the one that's like super cartoony no that's Wind Waker that's Wind Waker okay yeah. I've played a little bit of Wind Waker yeah Wind Waker's Not cool a lot. it's one of my top Um, and then I feel like there was one more that I played I know I tried to play Four Swords, but Four Swords on Game Boy Advance required three other people with the game. Did it? It required it? Oh, that's awful. (laughs) Like, it was literally all four. You had to all four be playing together. And so, like, I didn't have any other friends that had that that GBA cartridge. So, I would would love to actually get to play it, but yeah, I Mm. I never actually got to play it, sadly. Because it's the, the cartridge that I have for Legend of Zelda was linked to the past with Four Swords. So like it was both oh, in yeah, one. Yeah, that little dual game deal they did. Yeah. yeah. And so which I mean I've played the shit out of Link to the Past. I still haven't beat it because Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really bad at living through the combat stuff. I'm good at the puzzles and shit. I'm really bad at living through the combat stuff on that. I um <laughs> no, I couldn't get into the 2D Zeldas. Like any of the 2D Zeldas yeah. I tried to play, I just couldn't finish them ever. Like I've tried all of them. I just can't. I don't know. I tried Link's Awakening, I tried um uh, a link to the past i tried uh a link between worlds i just can't do it i don't know why yeah. i'm just a 3d zelda man i like having uh, a big open world to walk around in i i really liked the link to the past but i again yeah like i said i just i couldn't get past like it's I, i'm not good at combat on gba like it's yeah. just not <laughs> it's not easy um, <laughs> for me so Breath of the Wild 2, it looks like they were kind of going for... So it looks like there's going to be kind of a um, Skyward Sword feel to it. Uh, okay. Um, I hate Skyward Sword, personally. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm, I'm playing it on stream, and it, it just... I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me, but yeah. I'm only barely into it, so I can't say that for sure yet. Um, but there's like a falling scene where link is falling um and it's very reminiscent of skyward sword because that's kind of what you do in the game you fall and then you ride on your bird except in Mm. this there's no bird um let's see uh it looks like there's going to be like a sky map above hyrule that you're going to be able to traverse in addition to hyrule um link's hand was something i noticed in the trailer it looks all dark and kind of corrupted or almost like he's wearing a a dark sleeve kind of Mm -hmm. um and that looks like it's changed due to ganon's malice and in breath of the wild you don't actually fight ganon you fight his dark energy called his malice gotcha um which takes his form and his shape and stuff but you don't actually fight him okay and in breath of the wild 2 they come across ganon's corpse and I oh. think they f- they do something with it. I don't know what they do. They touch it or something, and the Triforce activates. Triforce is like a mystical shard. Yeah, and uh, I know about that. Yeah, from- and the malice seems to just seep into Link's arm, and it looks like it kind of takes over his arm. So that'll be interesting to see what comes of that. Um, yeah. Looks like it's mostly for story purposes, but possibly some mechanics as well. There's a new, for anyone that played Breath of the Wild, there's um, a new stasis trail ability where um, in Breath of the Wild you have a stasis ability. You can freeze objects Mm -hmm. and it'll like blink and it'll ting. And the faster it tings, the closer it is to releasing the time freeze. Gotcha. But in that time, you can smack the object and build up momentum and then send it flying once it unfreezes. Gotcha. And in the trailer, it showed the same thing except it had like a trail that it would follow. 
So I don't know if that's an entirely new mechanic or if it's just a trail they added to show you where your object is going to go. Because that was kind of a problem in the first game. You didn't know how far it it was going to. Yeah, exactly. You just didn't know where it was going to go or how far. Um, So I don't know if it's a new mechanic or just something they added. Um, Looks like there's like a quick glimpse of like a flamethrower weapon. Link just kind of like shoots a flamethrower at at this giant monster that he's fighting. Yeah. and probably one of the cooler abilities is that he uh, he actually can looks like he, there's like a drip ability where you can shift through solid uh, objects, walls and floors and you come out the other side as like a as like a drip of water. Oh. Um, and that's kind of how the trailer ends. And he drips through the uh, through a ceiling into a floor and he kind of outlooks Hyrule as the as the castle just kind of raises itself up so it's a really cool Hmm. there's some really cool potential for really good puzzles and mechanics in it i'm i'm actually really pumped for breath of the wild 2 i'm super excited that's why i found jack's tweet that you said interesting (laughs) because breath of the mild maybe it's because they didn't show a lot i get that but it looks pretty good and the, the the game's graphics look fantastic um, they look like a step up from the last one. There's like still the same, uh, the same cell style, but, um, it looks more detailed and more shadows. Let's see. Um, oh my gosh. And finally for the highlights of specifically E3, um, that was also part of Nintendo's direct kind of was breath of the wild too. That was what they ended with. But, um, one of the, probably the largest game announced at E3, uh, which I believe was announced a few days ago, it was Elden Ring. It is the new Dark Souls game. So uh, it's the classic Dark Souls cooperative multiplayer game. Uh, you can summon people to your world, um, but there's also horseback riding and horseback combat, mm-hmm. um, along with like similar enemies to that of dark souls there's actually a shot of a dude holding a, a hammer that looks very similar to executioner smo from the first dark souls so that looks really cool um elden ring just kind of looks like more from software goodness like just a whole lot more um what everybody wanted uh out of dark souls but with horses so now we get to ride horses nice um everyone's really hyped for that one that one's coming out january 21st 2022 so turn of the next year which isn't too far, actually. Yeah. It's not that far away. Um, this one's kind of cool. Back to Nintendo again. This is actually part of the Nintendo Direct segment I have. Is mm-hmm. They're releasing the Life is Strange remastered collection for the Switch. So that so Nintendo players will get to play Life is Strange finally. Hey, wait. You hear that, Christian? There's another platform <laughs> for you to buy that on. <laughs> yeah, and you can play it mobily, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know, he's like looking it up right now as you say this. Aren't you, Christian? Well, I mean... Yeah, when this releases. <laughs> this one, I hope either Mav gets or um, we play often together. Uh, they're releasing a new Mario Party. Ooh. It's called Mar- uh, Mario Party Superstars. And uh, it looks like it is a collection of old past Mario boards and minigames. So all the boards and minigames from not all of them, but, you know, a collection of them from previous Mario Parties. Uh, they're remastering them, remaking them, making it look better, and you can play online. You know what my favorite part about playing Mario Party with you guys is? Uh. I get so 
frustrated with the game. <laughs> we every time we play Mario Party, we must record if I am playing because every time there is so much frustration especially if we play with Christian because legitimately I played with Christian one time and I punched him. See, that would be easy now. <laughs> I remember that. I remember like that. straight up, he purposely dicked me over and I was already in last place and I punched him for it. <laughs> I remember he was being a dick. <laughs> like he was targeting me and I was in last and I was just like, all right, fuck you asshole. And I punched him. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going to be all the past Mario games. It's fully online, though. So with Super Mario Party, they said it was an online Mario Party. Uh -huh. It was actually this really stupid watered down version of like a mini game trial mode or whatever, where like you would have like a set of like five mini games to play. And then you and your friends play those five mini games and whoever wins the most wins the, the session. Mm -hmm. So you didn't actually roll your dice or go move on the board or anything. It wasn't online. It was just those mini games that you played. But now they're actually making a full-on, full-fledged, fully online Mario Party game. So now anybody that's got a Switch, we can all play Mario Party together. So Good shit. I'm hoping somebody gets Mario Party that so that we can all play online because that is so nice. I have so many people I've wanted to play with, and we tried, and it just won't work. Um, And let me see. I think... That's actually it for my list. So that's actually it for the number of games that were announced, at least the big name games. There were a bunch of like indie titles that were that were announced as well, but that I just kind of glossed over. It didn't really strike my interest, so I didn't jot them down. So there's one that uh, is impressive because of how much you got from Nintendo that you didn't see it. But it is being released under Ubisoft and not under Nintendo. Oh, was it part I of the Ubisoft? Which I think is interesting because what I have sitting in front of me is an announcement from Ubisoft about Mario plus Rabbids. Oh my Sparks God. of yeah, Hope I saw lands that. on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, I saw 2022. <laughs> so that was something I was kind of looking at some other stuff and I was like, I haven't played any of the Rabbids games in so long. Did you actually? I did, yeah. Oh, I didn't I, play any of them. I played... Uh, what was the one that I played? There was... Shoot, I don't remember which one it was, but there was, was one... Probably just Mario and the Rabbids, right? Mario and Rabbids, where they're, where you, you basically shoot behind walls and shit? Or you no, make... I did one of the... Uh, it was like the Raymond, Raymond Rabbids... Rabbids... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like that one game. of the actual like the OG ones. Yeah, and that one was like the mini games were kind of weird. What what are the rabbit games? I've never there, touched it's, them. They look weird. You're essentially doing like all these little mini games and following like it's like a storyline that you're trying to complete, but you're just like going through it by doing these like weird challenge mini games. Uh -huh. It's honestly not fun by yourself. It's one oh. of those you play it with your <laughs> friends and then you just like see who's better at the challenges kind of thing. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> they, they they remind me of minions. Kinda yeah. They remind me a lot of the minions and that annoys me. <laughs> the minions were fun at first. The minions were but fun the, and cute and funny. But and technically, the rabbits came before done. the minions. Did they? Yes. Oh, man. Dream the rabbits were out long before Despicable Me. Oh, man. 
So, because I remember playing the Rabbids on PlayStation 2. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know they went back that far. I thought it was oh, like a Wii U thing. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, no, I I never touched any of the Rabbid games. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, like, I saw it on I there. I want to say like one of the first ones was PlayStation 2, and then after that it was all like Wii. Yeah. All Nintendo. Um, but yeah. That was, I was like, huh, because yeah, the Rabbids was like a mostly Nintendo thing, like further on in the future. It was in the Nintendo Direct, but yeah. I just glossed over it because I, I was like, Rabbids, well, whatever. It did look <laughs> kind of cool. Um, there was another Nintendo game that looked kind of cool. It was like a, 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 it's like a strategy game, I think. Um, there was an Ace Attorney game, I think, that's coming out too. Um, but I never played any of the Ace Attorney games. People say they're really good, but I, I've just never. Never had an interest. So, um, was there anything I didn't cover that you want to get to? No, that was uh, that was all I had too. Yeah, uh, as far as like all the E three stuff goes, that's that's pretty much it for for gaming for the year. Um, yeah, honestly, it's been kind of a that's kind of a sad year. Uh, the announcements were great, but the lack of content in E three, I think, really bummed me out. It's I don't yeah. know if E three is technically over. Uh, like it, is. it was still the fifteenth, so was it ended it? yesterday. Okay, yeah. So then it's over, and that's all we got. So yep. not not too impressed honestly like i love the announcements i love that i'm getting some cool stuff next year and the year after but like what i didn't see anything and normally for e3 they save those really big long super cool reveal trailers you know sony comes and they they have like a music video and it plays and it's all cool and i just didn't see any of that this time maybe they did have that but i but it wasn't good enough apparently to make the highlights Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um and that's just sad to me um so yeah, looks like the themes for games is like D and D and um you know futuristic star starfighter kind of yeah. type games. It's interesting that that's our current I'm, theme of the year. I mean, I'm really liking that like Dungeons and Dragons stuff is making a comeback because oh, I'm dude. I was just thinking love that it. it's becoming so mainstream it. now. It's great. I know. Uh, I think it was always kind of mainstream a little bit, but now I feel like people are really warming up to it. It was it was more of a in the shadows mainstream, but like. Honestly, with how many places you can play online D&D, like that was one way that people were able to stay connected while everyone was quarantined, which honestly, I think helped kind of drive it up because it was something that was like, while you were still using technology, you were being technology dependent to be with people, you were able to do a lot of it without necessarily having the technology like we did for a little while while everyone was trying to keep social distanced. We did my my campaign over um over discord voice chat and then i would just whenever i had to send any kind of visual aids i would send like pictures over the discord so and people are just making it work and on top of that people are developing like app and software then to make that even easier yeah um and if you've never played D &D or given it a try you should do it yeah we might have a segment all on D &D one time i i would love a a podcast just on D &D. yeah I honestly, I would love to do like a special, a special episode where we did like a, yeah, Elliot, when he sent, that's it. Yeah. Um, he sent a suggestion that maybe we do just a whole episode on D and D because we would constantly have stuff on D and D. Yeah. But, um, also I would absolutely love to one time just do a, uh, do like a special episode, like separate from our weekly episode that, um, was just, I run a one shot and like 
you play and we get like a couple other people to play and we just yeah, record like a one shot for it. Yeah, we figure that out somehow. Yeah. Uh, maybe grab a couple lapel mics too. Who knows? Yeah. Like I say, I believe Dad's still got all that sound equipment, so it's possible we could even huh? set up a switchboard. Um, That'd be great. And yeah. do it through that. Because uh, I actually, I do know how to utilize a switchboard that way to be able to... Um, Split the audio for yeah, different mics. Like yeah, that was how I did it when I worked Audacity at West Main. Um, I got gotcha. Was we had the switchboard up in the sound room and I... I, you know, adjusted everything, messed with everything. Like I had different channels for all the different mics and so on and so forth. So West Main is a church we used to go to. Yeah. For anyone who, yeah. on West Main Street, so we just called it West Main. Well, that's, that was or the name was of the, the church. Name. Yeah. West it was Main West Main Church, church of Christ. Yeah. So um, shout out to them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Brian had me send him the link to the podcast, so he might oh, be listening. So, yeah. I have to tell you a story about Brian after that. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a story, but a, I think something I found out. Anyway, okay. something anyway. that I But um, I think that's all I have. That's all I had. We're at an hour. I We're at an hour? Okay. Um, so, then... Uh, so I mentioned uh, last episode when we were talking about uh, My Hero Academia, I mentioned the whole you watch season one through three, then the first movie, then season four, then the second movie, then season five. And you had said that you hadn't seen either of the movies. Yeah. All right. So uh, Naomi and I hung out last night before she went to work and we watched the first movie. So I can now progress into the fourth season. Um, <laughs> oh, you're done. Hell yeah. And it's so how well do you remember like the, towards the end of the third season? Um, the big five, right? Yeah. The big five, um, or the big three, the intern- big, or three. The big three. Yeah. yeah. The big five, the big three. And then the internships, isn't it? Uh, no, the internships had already happened. Uh, this was, they were talking about possibility of hero work study. Yeah. Oh no. That's what I'm thinking of is work study. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then summer vacation. So right at the end there before the summer vacation, there is, I have lost my train of thought. Uh, (laughs) Um, oh, oh, the summer vacation. Okay. Yeah. Um, summer vacation, uh, so there is a an episode like right at the end of one of the episodes in season three that's like towards the end. I want to say it's like the third from last episode in the season, somewhere around there. Right at the end, there's a moment where All Might comes to Midoriya and he um, asks him to join him to I Island over the summer vacation. Uh-huh. That's the movie is their trip to I Island. Oh, oh OK. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Yeah. And then so, I don't have to worry about it too, too much unless I really care yeah. what happened over there. I mean, it's still, it's still good. And there's definitely something relevant that I'm hoping, like, I can't guarantee because I haven't seen any season four yet. I'm hoping this item persists into season four, hopefully, hmm. but I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'll know. I'll find out. I'll let uh, you know. You're definitely going to like season four. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, meeting meeting that so like basically like they're going in there meeting um his old sidekick dave um uh all might's old sidekick yeah so like he he was an exchange student in america when he like first started out like or when he was like finishing his time at ua high school like he oh. did like an exchange program and went to america oh. and did that and the guy that he ended up partnering with like staying with 
Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, so that's like, so funny because you're not. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but um, you actually meet his his sidekick in Japan in Japan then. Okay. Uh, in season four. Okay. So that's funny because the the movie bridging the two is his sidekick in America. That's funny. Gotcha. So yeah, there's probably yeah. So there's probably a couple of references to stuff that happened in the movie that. You, probably got made probably a few probably yeah. went on you because yeah. you didn't watch the movie <laughs> so it's a damn good movie though like it's definitely worth the watch it's only like hour and a half hour 40 something like that that's what i'm hearing about uh demon slayer uh, the demon slayer movie that came out people are saying mm. it's really really good um still want to watch tower of god with you Whenever you got time, I want to sit down and watch some Tower of God with you because that's going to be that's got, a sick. Shit, we got a lot of stuff. Freaking Breath of the Wild. And yeah, <laughs> Tower yeah. of God. Hell oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you've got, if not, like, I'll happily send you my login info. We can do the game share thing that way <laughs> so that you can download it. I've definitely it, got like, it added to my library. Okay. I know I have the Handsome Collection added to my library, okay. I think. Yeah, um, so I just handsome, don't have it downloaded. Handsome Collection is literally just the pre sequel and two. Yeah. Uh, pre sequel's okay. Um, honestly, the only thing that I liked about it, which I also kind of hate about it, is that you can play Claptrap. <laughs> like, Claptrap's what a playable character in pre sequel. Weird. It's it's terrible. Oh no. <laughs> it's so bad. It's literally just, just for the meme. meme. Yeah, it's it's just straight up, it straight up asks you like four times. If you're sure you want to play Claptrap when you're <laughs> oh, making, yeah, like, I think you told legitimately me about this when once. you're creating your character, you're like Claptrap is like, oh, whoa, 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 you almost selected Claptrap. You definitely didn't want to do that, right? And you're like, yeah, I did. And it's like, wait, wait, you're you're serious? You you wanted to you you really did want to select Claptrap? Are you are you really absolutely sure about that? Like this is Claptrap. You're like, yeah, yeah, I meant to click Claptrap. Like, okay, there's no way that you're like actually serious about this you've got to be like playing around with us like you you're you do not want to play claptrap right you you don't want to play claptrap i was like no i do want to play claptrap it's like (laughs) that's funny okay if you if that's what you want you okay good luck (laughs) (laughs) like i honestly i thought when i had to confirm it after the second time i had to confirm it i was like it's not going to like, this is a joke class. It's not even going to let me play Claptrap, is it? <laughs> like, and it did. It did, yeah. I was able to play Claptrap. Do but you talk not before, everything like, is Claptrap? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Dang. And it's, yeah, it's not. That's kind of nuts. You basically have like this random generator of all the different hero abilities from the other characters in the different games. And it's, it's the most annoying thing ever because it like sometimes it gives you just like the standard special ability of one of the heroes and sometimes it gives you the special ability mixed with some random effect so there's one thing that for whatever reason it just loves pairing like 90% of my ultimate move with and it's a rubber duck thing what literally it summons like a bouncy rubber duck under you and you bounce uncontrollably while doing whatever else you're doing what is this game why does it sound so weird it's just playing claptrap like everything else is normal (laughs) it's just if you play claptrap it's funny for the first like half an hour 
And then once it screws you over for like the fourth time because you got the bouncing duck bullshit again or the like <laughs> mini me clap trap that's supposed to be attacking enemies is stuck on a wall for the entire ultimate. You're like, OK, now I understand why it gave me three chances to change my mind on playing clap trap. See, well, now because well now I just have to play Claptrap. It's terrible. <laughs> Challenge run. Right. It's like, yeah, meme, and then it's... <laughs> yeah, meme. And then you want to kill yourself. And it's it's a, it's bearable if you're playing by yourself. If you're playing oh, okay. with multiple people and you're all playing Claptrap... Oh, hell yeah. Party of Claptraps. I did that with Ryan and Ben. The three of us played Claptrap. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Well, you know Ben. <laughs> yeah. Ben would set off his ult randomly just because it was charged. <laughs> so I'd be in the middle of trying to do something, and all of a sudden he'd get the duck thing, and it, it does it for everybody. So if one claptrap oh, sets off their that. ult, it does it to all the claptraps. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So I'd be trying to do something, and all of a sudden he'd set off his ult, and I start bouncing around like a freaking idiot. And I'm like, oh my god. Weird. You... Why did they do that? <sighs> So that's why it's like it's it's kind of bearable. Like you're still it, there's no buffs at all for claptrap. So like you're just terrible the <laughs> entire <just> game. <laughs> the only bad. upside is whenever you go to space, you don't have to breathe because you're a robot. Hell yeah! Is that an actual mechanic? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's, but that's like a, that's that's, that's the only plus to <laughs> playing claptrap. The rest of it's just, I hate myself for picking this, or I'm playing with other morons that decided to also pick Claptrap and we all want to kill ourselves. Because <laughs> it's horrible. And the story is like, okay at best. Well, like, it's the pre-sequel right. sounds fun still. I just haven't played him. I don't know. Like After Borderlands 1, I just didn't, didn't give him any uh, yeah. a try at all. Honestly, like because I'm all about episodic games, like Tales from the Borderlands was amazing, in my opinion. I remember that, yeah. A lot of people were like, eh, it's okay. I don't know. Eh. But a lot I of loved the Tales it. games were pretty good. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, definitely definitely worth the watch on the uh, the MHA movie, the first one. Okay. Um, Sweet. I expect just as much from the second one, so. Yeah, I don't even remember what the second one is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. All I know is they released it in 2019. Maybe so. something for next time. Oh, who yeah. knows i mean there's yeah there's possibility by next week that that'll be where i'm at because like i honestly i watched three seasons in like a week and a half yeah, oh yeah so yeah. there's a good chance that i've oh yeah and about sorry for the spoilers in my hero but i mean you should know that yeah. we're gonna talk about the show at this point yeah we already kind of yeah and i mean honestly with the movie i didn't really spoil any like i didn't even in the thing, like it's such a minor point that you just kind of gloss over it in the show. Like I think him for summer vacation, him asking him to I Island and like telling you that that's what the movie is really doesn't change it's, anything. It's also really. a show that even if we spoiled stuff for you, it's so worth the watch because of how they do it. Yeah. And it, like the music and just all of it, the, like the way they do it in the show is just uh -oh. so well done. So in a way that won't spoil it for you. Because, honestly, I hope you do watch that first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, The, like, big reveal at the end, I guessed it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah? Okay. <laughs> there's some kind of big reveal? Uh, yeah, there's, like, a thing. And, it, yeah, like, without going uh, in enough for you to, like, for it to spoil anything. Or You're like, like, just know yeah, that I, I had it. Just, like, <laughs> legitimately, like... 
there's a there's one scene like early in the movie and i was like oh this night because i didn't want naomi to punch me or anything i didn't say it out loud but i just like internally was just like oh this and then it got to the end oh, and i just yeah. i like i looked at her i was like i like tapped her on the shoulder and she's like what and i said can i confess something she goes what i said i knew that the whole time <laughs> she was like what how and i just i was like this scene at this point that gave it away from the beginning i'm like that with a lot of movies <laughs> she was like huh <laughs> like and I, i'm observant like i'm really observant when it comes to things and people that i care about so like i catch on to things really quickly when it's like an observation thing so mm-hmm. like little little thing happened and i was like mm, this <laughs> so but right yeah. on. It, it didn't affect the movie for me at all i just you know was like ah yes i can predict the future <laughs> yeah i'll have to sit down and watch it uh so i'll have to buy oh, it so one thing um well i mean we could watch it sometime because okay i, Hell I yeah. got the fire stick so i just oh yeah yeah that's right boop. i'm down <laughs> yeah okay um so yeah uh another thing i actually i'm curious what your opinion is there there's a great debate that uh, yeah i was not privy to until recently but there is a great debate as to whether or not avatar the last airbender is an anime oh i thought we talked about that at some point didn't we not on here okay but that was with you and i we talked about it we might have in person yeah i think we talked a little bit um yeah yeah it's i would i would call it an anime i mean by like that you're right there is a big debate about that because there was a there's a channel on youtube called mother's basement uh who had a a really long discussion about this very thing actually and i would you know i'd say it's an anime because um an anime is a cartoon at the end of the day it really is (laughs) at the end of the day so have you looked at like what the technical specific uh technical specific definition of uh, like what what it takes to be an anime a japanese uh cartoon japanese animation right it has to be either from a completely japanese manga uh, or using only the japanese animation style yeah which technically avatar is neither i don't know but I don't know. The animation style is pretty close, I'd say. It's it's a blend of the Japanese and a Western style. Yeah, kind of like DC cartoons, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Um, and I guess there is manga that was written for it. However, it was written after the show as like in between information. Oh no, yeah, uh, I've read about that yeah. actually. Yeah, they uh, they have like the story of what happened to Zuko's mom. Yeah. Yeah, I am tempted to read it, but also not because apparently Netflix or because apparently Nickelodeon's coming out with their own uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender universe. I guess <laughs> they're gonna make like they're gonna continue the story after Aang. Apparently, like I say, I know uh, where was where does Legend of Korra like line up in that? Legend of Korra is uh, after Aang dies in okay. the future. That's so what it's I thought. Way in the future, it's actually Aang's kid that uh, teaches Korra. 
Okay. He's an older man. Yeah. That's I actually so I've Katara's only seen alive. like that was uh Caden actually suggested that I um It's really good that I watch all of it's it because really I really good. So I've seen like I used to watch Nickelodeon all the time as a kid, so like I have seen probably almost half of it in no particular order. Uh-huh. Um but I haven't like sat down and watched it start to finish. Yeah, me thing. me too. Yeah, I haven't sat down and watched it like that either. I used to just wake up and it would be on. Yeah. And then I would watch it and I'd be like, wow, this is really like, cool. That's like the same thing for me asleep. and like the Yu-Gi-Oh! Like the Yu-Gi-Oh! show yeah, and yeah. Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. and uh, up One Piece. Once like that was like Saturday morning cartoons. Like I woke up Saturday morning cartoons. I cool. That was what I watched. And then that was the end. Yeah. Um, That's how TV was back then. There wasn't really binging. You just kind of watched what was on. Yeah. Like, you either bought the disc set with all the episodes and binged, or you watched it randomly. There was a a Nickelodeon show that I really liked uh, back when... Because I think... I think Disney... Disney holds the rights to Marvel now. Yes. But I think at the time, Nickelodeon had the rights to Iron Man. And they did a spinoff series called Iron Man Armored Adventures. And it was actually really good. I've, I haven't seen any episodes of it, but I have heard of that. It's actually pretty damn good. I remember being like really enamored and really like enveloped. It's Tony Stark, but he's like a kid. He's like a teenage kid. Yeah. It's actually really cool. Um, but I remember I watched it on TV and it looked great. And then uh, they had it on Netflix. I turned on the Netflix version and it looked so bad. <laughs> It looked so awful that I couldn't watch it. I don't know what it was. It just the animation just got worse. I was like, huh. did they do something to the DVD release of this? And then I think I looked into it and yeah, like they altered the DVD release or something and made it weirder. Huh. It was it was a weird decision. But yeah. Um Legend of Korra is definitely worth watching. Uh Nick SFS Nick, my coworker, mm. has definitely has sat down and watched the entirety of that one. He says he likes it more than uh Last Airbender. He Good says that know. it's the superior series, <laughs> and a lot of people hate uh, Legend of Korra. I guess I don't know. I've only heard I haven't heard any negative about Legend of Korra. So everyone that yeah. I've talked to that's watched it has loved it. So yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I've only seen like the clips. I've seen like a clip where she like. Well, I guess I shouldn't spoil if we're gonna watch it, but yeah, somebody loses their bending and it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I know the meme. Yeah. I just know the meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your knees. What what did you do to me? Age 30. I took away your bending. <laughs> the knees. <laughs> that's that's the meme. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have seen that meme that absolutely know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say it's probably about that time. I would say I'd say you're right. It's actually we're we're right about there. And also I'm running on three hours of sleep, so you can't hear it. But probably about <laughs> every five minutes I have leaned away from my mic to yawn because I am like dying right now. Yeah, I yawned earlier by accident. I've got my eyes closed right now. So <laughs> like I, 
I also decided that I was going to stop drinking energy drinks. So I've just been running on coffee, which is like God, me too. Uh, easily half, possibly or likely less the caffeine content on a regular basis, like less than half the caffeine content on a regular basis. So because I went from like probably two a day to like a cup of coffee a day. So I went from, you know, if you assume average 150 to 180 milligrams of uh, caffeine of caffeine per energy drink. So you're looking at minimum 300. Uh, a lot of times I was drinking. Well, usually I was used, drinking the Rockstar Punched, which those are 240 a pop. So usually I was sitting at, you know, four, 480 uh, uh, milligrams of caffeine a day. And now yeah. I'm like one cup of coffee, which is, I believe, 90 um, I, I drink a Red Bull every morning for work. It's horrible. And I just yeah. stopped doing it. I just cut it out completely. And yep. I am so tired every day. Yeah, I like, I it's went cold turkey on it because it I'm like, I need to quit because it's, it's not good for my body. So, uh, yeah, I straight up stopped drinking energy drinks and I actually, I was proud of myself. I got offered a free one today and I said, no. Damn, I would say I would have said yes. I would have broke like, it for that. Yeah. Straight up, my lead was like, "Hey, I got an extra one of the one that you like to drink. You want it?" And I was like, <laughs> "And it's your favorite." <laughs> I was like, "I." At first, I was like, "Ooh, yeah," and I was like, "No, no, you're quitting. You're done. No more." So like, yeah, I'm on three hours of sleep and significantly less than half the amount of caffeine that I'm normally on today. So I'm like dying at this point. But well, with that said, then I guess it's time to take us out of here. Yes. So you all know the deal. So with that said, everybody, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. And um, we can't we can't express how much we appreciate you listening enough. And with that said, stay happy. Stay safe, and above all else, stay nerdy, everyone. Have a wonderful night. 